podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis, Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I, seven I or eight seconds? I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight, I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, the bike. Hello, welcome to another Ringside Fracas. My name is Lewis. Um, I'm joined by three usuals. We got uh, Dapo, we got Samps, and we got Jide. How are you doing, gentlemen? Not doing bad. well, thank uh, you very much. Doing well, man. So, uh, Jide, you, uh, you you finished uh, shouting out your family members, yeah? But <laughs> <laughs> shouting out his family members has got a t-shirt that says Fugger on. He's in a floor, <laughs> fun, uh, household. <laughs> we know who runs that household, boy. <laughs> uh, uh, guys uh, be sure to follow Ringside Frackers on Twitter and use the hashtag and leave us a review on the Apple reviews they're very very helpful to us please so um, whilst you're listening do all of that five stuff please. five star only you know the vibes um, today um, we're going to do a, a fighter profile another fighter profile no, no interviews today and um, we're a bit short on news so we're going to do a fighter profile on Dillian White um, towards the end of the show. But before we do that, we're going to just have a quick rundown through uh, some of the news. Um, let's start off with um, Tiafimo, um, the news surrounding with him and Aram, um, potentially parting ways. I think this has a lot to do with this purse bid, right? Where yeah. Tia, Tiafimo felt like maybe a bit undervalued is it is that is that right or like you know aram's yeah. trying to teeth some peas away from him aram's no, 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 no. what happened is yeah what i've been saying for time bob i'm telling the truth today i was lying today is back at it again <laughs> i was promoter in his job promotions mm-hmm. and he's gone and lowballed his fire just like he's done crawford at the moment mm-hmm. it seems like aram just hasn't got peas and now he has to lowball his fire crawford same way he's now going to do Lopez. He basically told other promoters not to, not to bid for the fight. Apparently, he emailed Eddie Hearn saying, "Don't try and bid this much anymore. Then don't don't outbid me." Basically, or it, or it could affect the Fury fight. Yeah. Oh man, that's even the worst part of it. That's a black. Yeah, don't, don't leave that bit out, Sam. Yeah, don't yeah. leave no, the, no, the out. No, 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 no. I've been saying about Bob Aaron for time because it, it leads to other things, which why Jedi, which Jedi knows about. Yeah. Certain certain fights, certain fights, and these staple ain't getting fights because Bob Aaron on the pay. Simple as that. But that's not why. Well, it's not he's doing the same thing to Lopez, and Lopez is clearly smarter than certain other people. Um, he who must not be named, yeah, and saying no, nah, fuck that. If you're trying to move like this, I'm gonna get out of the staple hold. It's not, it sounds very Mayweather esque situation where you're going to pay your contract and also you start making peace and start getting big fights it, so, it doesn't on. always work that way though does it it's is it is it that easy just to buy out your contract i feel like we've heard similar things before and then fighters t- can get frozen out right like um yeah, yeah. there's examples before yeah garcia was garcia. sorry Mike, mikey garcia sorry yeah it doesn't always work out that way and I, I I don't know the the you know the financials around what Tiafimo is on or how much it would cost to buy himself out of the contract, but Boy, he just nah, got a big no, deal. No, the thing is basically it's like as Samson said, Aram is a very cheap guy. Like if you look at the history of this guy, he always underpays his fighters. He treats his fighters like it was like it's still the nineteen fifties and sixties. Even the the Ali versus Fraser one, he tried to underpay both of them. People mm-hmm. don't know this. Is this has just always been his bag? He's just is all about his pockets and not about the fighters, isn't it? No, but, no, present. But, but the thing about it, no, but if I get to my point, the thing about it is he has essentially, when he let Mayover come out of his deal and Mayover, everyone that leaves him makes more money, he's basically putting his contract so that never happens again. He doesn't want that to happen again, which is why Garcia and everyone after Mayover 
and like they're basically putting a death row 360 deal. It's like almost impossible to leave him. Coming like Shug Knight. What? Shug Knight's going to come out of the car park and start <laughs> running people <laughs> over. Like. Basically, basically. But what Tio has in his advantage is that email that um, Todd DeBoff sent to Eddie Hearn. So basically, the promoter has a fiduciary duty to look out for the fighter's best interest. However, my man sent an email to Eddie Hearn saying, you better not bid for this fight mm. because you're 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 gonna fuck up another fight. You can't try and make our own fighter more money, and which is crazy. You're not allowed to do that. That is against the Ali Act. It's against basically everything to do with. But he won't world. get in trouble, will he, Jade? No, but that is what Tio and his dad are trying to use to get out of the contract. Right. Okay. He might not, he might not get in trouble like in the way we but see. It, it could be an exit. It could be an exit. Yeah. 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 Take it to court. You can come out of it if he, if mm. it proves. That, that email was substantial. So, is it? Is it? Uh, am I giving Eddie too much credit here? Where I feel like he's played a bit of a blinder. Um, you know, like may, maybe it is a bit of like you know, maybe I'm giving him a bit too much credit. But the fact that you know he has gotten bids, yeah, fine. The zone didn't get the the fight person to end, but I think it allowed. Um, uh, what was the other company? Sorry, that came in. Triller. Triller. Triller, sorry. So Triller just came and blown, blow, blew them all out of the water mm. kind of thing. And the zone probably could, um, uh, Aaron probably couldn't afford to match what Triller put up. So, Eddie, so Eddie, Eddie now, obviously, uh, Tio is not going to go and sign with Triller, right? So maybe, maybe Eddie's yeah. looked at the long picture here and yeah. thought, hmm, okay, maybe I can upset the apple cart a little bit. And when Tio kicks and uh, kicks his mm-hmm. feet and uh, is is unhappy with the whole situation, um, the zone could come in and swoop mm-hmm. Tio off his feet. Seriously, yeah. seriously, it's just not checkers because you have to remember <laughs> Eddie has been comp- campaigning for the, the um, Devon Devon Haney versus mm-hmm. Tio fight. By doing what you've done, you've just removed the other side of the street narrative. If he if Tio gets out of that deal, so I can't lie. Hats off to Eddie. There, you play the band or chess I, I, I don't even think it's a total, it's like it's just Eddie Hearn chess. And it might be, but for me, it's more TO seeing. Listen, this guy, Devin Haney, has his own promotional company, works with Eddie Hearn. He's fighting Lenares for three million, four million. Yeah, that's, that's almost yeah. the same as he is. TO is making what did he make? He made nothing against Loma. He's yeah. making um, top round wanted to pay 1.2 and then opted to two million for his first defence. This guy, Devin Haney, doesn't have any marquee names in his in his resume. Yeah. He's like three, M's. three M's or four M's. So he's got he, two million against Gamboa. And he got and he got two mil against Gamboa, a guy that's ancient. So he's thinking, mm-hmm. bro, why am I stuck with this guy that's trying to underpay me and lowball me when oh, champion blood mm-hmm. I'm the undisputed champion. I should be getting like five, six mil. But this other guy, Devin Haney, he'd done it himself. He said, you know what? I'm going to make my own promotional company and I'm going to work with Eddie Hearn. I'm going to do X, Y, Z, fight by fight. That's what that's what these fighters, in my opinion, in this era, that's what they should be doing. They they Mm -hmm. need to stop all this long-term contracts. Five-year. Then stop all that shit. Then it's it's It's, against the suicidal, right? I I I understand from the benefit. Like uh, we had this, uh, I had this discussion with in in one of my football group chats actually because we were we were applying the same kind of thing to footballers. Yeah, fine. If you're like a, a just to have the analogy with footballers. If you don't understand football, then sorry. But um, just like, for example, we were talking about footballers like um, Mustafi, right? It makes sense for them to sign a long-term deal at a football team because it's so obvious they're being paid, they're being way overpaid for their for their quality, right? So he's going to try and milk every cent of that. However, when you are clearly a talented um, fighter like Tio. Um, I don't I don't understand why you would tie yourself down to such a long-term contract. I understand security and stuff like that, but you need to take an element of risk. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't understand why these footballers like Zaha, Grealish, Madison, why are they signing these with, long-ass bloody contracts? You're going to struggle to leave the club. No, with, with football, I 1 million percent agree. They're fucking idiots by doing that. However, with boxing, because it's so, so political, as we're seeing, if it wasn't for Eddie Hearn releasing that email, we would, like, these promoters are meant to work for the fighters. They don't. Mm. They work for the networks. Mm. So, T.O. got built up on ESPN. 
he would have never got built up and never would have got the Loma fight if he tried to say, you know what, I'm not going to sign this though. I want to do fight by fight. Only Eddie Hearn is out here saying, you know what, let's do fight by fight. No other promoter is running that. Every other promoter is like, no, fuck that. I want a five-year or five-fight contract. Like, no, he's the only one that's ready to take that risk. That is why a lot of people are fucking with him because at the end of the day, he, he's taking a risk as well, right? So yeah. that relationship is just mutually beneficial. But TOs, the 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 um, tanks, all these guys, they know that they're not going to get the platform if they don't play ball mm-hmm. initially. So when they play ball and then when they become big, the power the power dynamic shifts. And a problem that happens then is you're in a death row contract. Now you have all the power, but you're still in that shit contract and you can't get out. So that's what that's so what you know what they're saying. It and with hand, and with hand, and with hand. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds a bit pyramid scheme ish, but you know, I won't go that far. There's other promotion, there's other promotional um out, it's out there that if you are a fighter, that will make you great money. But the worst one clearly is Bob Arum, like top mm. rank. Is literally as they're screwing their star names. The minute a promoter that's promoting me comes out and slates me, yeah, that tells me everything I need to know to get the fuck away from this guy. It's madness. How how can I, yeah, in in going back to a certain, you know, he must not be named, yeah, have an argument against him he must not be named because of his own promoter? That is craziness. Imagine Eddie Hearn came out today and started slating AJ. Mm, we we'll all say he's lost his, What's he's going lost his on? Yeah. I, I think I think I think you're right though. Aram has lost his marbles though, right? Like, quite. He's old. Like, he doesn't care anymore. He's getting undone the seams now. Like, I think mm. he's just probably thinking he, he's clearly seen he's lost too much. Like the influence he had before and the the, the stranglehold he had. There's too many big names in there now competing, and he's losing. It's a bit like when Eddie Hearn started muscling in and on, on Frank Warren, but you can see yeah. Frank Warren looks rattled, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and he basically took a massive knock, and he's almost kind of just. Slightly been recouping a little bit, but still hanging on a bit. Yeah, I think Eddie knows with these, with like your Arams and your Franks. Like Eddie kn- knows he has the ball in his court. Yeah, fine. Like they're they're gonna be around. They're gonna they're gonna say their shit. They're gonna talk their shit. But ultimately, they're gonna just punch themselves out anyway, right? Because yeah. even the way Eddie laughs off some of uh, Bob Arum's like comments tell, stuff, he, yeah. he just doesn't care he's just like you know what the oh, old man's yeah. gonna do what the old man's gonna oh, do yeah. at the end of the day it's not gonna affect me yeah. he's just he's just you know he's killing himself he's killing his own reputation he's killing his um he's killing top rank so mm-hmm. um at it's the end of the day they're, they're dinosaurs like the reason Freeman yeah. and Hearn have been so successful because they've seen the landscape they saw what Don King they saw what they saw what all these guys done to these fighters, and fighters are a lot more savvy now. Fighters are also mm-hmm. they also saw what these guys done to these guys, so they're thinking, you know what? If there's a better alternative, like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie came out and said, "We are working for the fighters." Yeah, Don Kings and with the they're the boss. The Don Kings and Bob Arums, they see it the other way around. And Frank Warren, Frank Warren's only slightly shifted a little bit because he had to. Yeah, he, he had. had to. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't a. He didn't have a choice in that. But Eddie Hearn, from day one, you can see the way he moves. He was like, these guys are doing me a favour. Al Heyman, he's like, he came out and said, you know what, I'm going to try and make you guys as much money as I possibly can because you are, like... You'll put your land on the land. You know what I mean? So this, the power shift is, is happening in such a way that these dinosaurs can't deal with it. And as we said, Bob Arum is like 88, 90 years old. He's going to die. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. How? I respect him for still being about to be honest. Like, Why is he still That seriously, he's actually a G. You have to give the guy so much credit, yeah. You're putting on the fact he put on Wild Art Fury and the same man put on flipping Ali. Like, how? Oh, how does this make any sense? He's done this in a one was in black and white. And he, and he was and he was probably like what fifty? <laughs> he was probably like what fifty, fifty or maybe forty with um uh, yeah. the Ali fight maybe. Probably yeah. 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 Around man. Jeez, jeez. Madness. Absolute madness. Uh, let's move on to um Joseph Parker, uh, leaving Kevin Barry. He's who's 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 he signed and, with? Is uh, it Andy Sam, Lee. Andy, Andy Lee. Lee yeah. Andy Lee. Um, any thoughts on on that? The thing is, I was just quickly The thing is, is like, I don't see that. I don't see that helping him because 
a lot of people said the issue with Joseph Parker is aggressiveness. Andy mm-hmm. Lee is not that type of well, that's what a lot a lot of the 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 commentary around it like he doesn't have a killer instinct, he doesn't go for it enough, he, he try like he doesn't take enough risks. So Andy Lee's not that kind of coach. Andy Lee's not that kind of trainer. So him leaving Kevin Barry and the excuse of him when he left Kevin Barry, he said, Oh, he wants to be closer to New Zealand. He wants to be closer and train with his family. Mm. He went and signed with a guy in the UK. It's such a shit excuse, bro. You know, whatever. I do feel like he needed a different trainer, mm-hmm. but I just, Andy Lee was the the was not the right kind of trainer. But listen, we'll see how it pans out. Good luck to him. Why? Good question. Why Who Andy, Andy Lee trained? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Yeah, that's what I was good. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't. He just comes from the Kronk gym, so he comes from that schooling. Why are you trying to be Fury, man? Relax, Joseph Parker, man. <laughs> Chill out, man. Guy loves Fury, fam. Right? He loves him. He loves him. He loves him. Oh, yeah, he loves him. That's his. That's his. That's oh. his guy. Like, damn. My opinion. My opinion on um, Parker, to most of you, don't really care. Like, <laughs> don't care. Don't think he didn't think it was good in the first place. Mm-hmm. Don't think he's going to improve anyway. Like, um, like when you talk about trainers side of fighters signing new trainers, I was I was very excited by um, Boatsy signing with um, Virgil Hunter. That made me yeah, think. That's a bang that, That's a good combination. That, that's going to make me feel like Josh Boatsy. Josh is going to come on into bounds. And that's how you know he's taking his career very seriously. Maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's good to hear. But when it comes to Joseph Parker, right, I do think he's a new trainer because the guy he was training with before, I think he's taking him as far as he can go. So I do think he needs something new. But, you know, um, like Jide said, Andy Lee, brother, is that the person that you... I've got a question. I don't know. I don't know. And at the I've same time... Yeah, go for it, Sean. Okay, now that Joseph... In fact, let's just say, yeah, you find the ideal trainer for Joseph Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does Joseph Parker now beat any of the top three guys? No. No, I don't so, know. Do you know what? I think I disagree with you. I think Joseph Parker was good. You know what I mean? He was a live champion. I, I think he was good. Guy, but not. something, something, I don't know what's going on with that brother. But after the AJ fight, he's just dipped in quality. I just don't understand it. So he was, he was never this bad. He was never this bad. Like, what's his fight with nah, the trainer. Say we got the perfect trainer. Does he beat the, three, the top three guys? Attributes wise, does he have it in his locker? Like, look, I look at Joseph Parker, no disrespect to him, but like, you know, on FIFA, you look at Messi's a 95, 96, whatever star, Ronaldo 95, 96. Then you've got players are like 78 because they just haven't got certain things in their locker. Joseph Parker's just missing certain things in his locker that he could never, ever. He's not a 78. He, maybe I'm not top three, what maybe what not top three, he, but maybe top, top, top 10. Yeah. I don't think he's a 78. Like I'm saying, I don't. And my point is, he does things not in the so he doesn't ever have the attributes to beat the top guys. That, that's why I don't care about him, about him changing any trend. I don't see him now drastically improving. Whereas Boatsy, I feel like him changing, he has the stuff in his locker, we're just unlocking it now. So mm-hmm. I actually feel like Boatsy's a world class operator who can definitely do things on a big stage. But, but, don't, you the, that. but don't you think the heavyweight division is just a bit different? Like, while the in the heavyweight division, to be successful, you have to have something about you have to have a party trick. Wilder yeah. can't box, but we know but he has feet and he's got AJ, we know he's got two handed power. Fury, we know he's, he's an elite boxer and he can do whatever what, he needs. What is Parker? So that's what that's the problem. Parker doesn't have any flashy light, but that a lot of these guys don't. A lot of these guys don't. A lot, the only guys we can say, okay, Dylan White with his left hook, he's got a left hook, boom, he's got equalizer. But apart from Okay, Povetkin with his uppercuts. On, on there you top. go. Now, what does Parker have? Parker does what? Parker, what Parker? Parker's is a very basic guy, but he's got good hand speed. Good. I don't think I don't think he has that. He's got. He's got. No, a good he hands. does. Come on, man. Let's go. Ruiz has. Ruiz has good hand speed. No, Ruiz, no, Ruiz has, has great hand speed. Ruiz has great hand speed. My point is, uh, with every single fight, you just me- you just mentioned a USP. But, no, no, but that gives them a reason why they could beat certain fighters. He beat Ruiz with feet, with his feet and his hands. I don't think he even won that fight. That fight was a close fight. It was a close fight. It was a close fight. Whether you like it or not, it was a close fight. No, it was close. It was close. And he won that with, with the attributes. Anyone could have won that fight. With the attributes. He won it. Either way, I liked what you did there today. You actually mentioned the USP for every single fighter. <laughs> Joseph Parker is a stand up guy. No special effects. Nothing about him. He's just. But, but you don't. That's in the heavyweight. In the heavyweight. Okay, okay, but let's go to Boatsy. Boatsy doesn't have special effects. Boatsy, are you are you crazy? He doesn't. He doesn't. What's the special effects? 
Oh my, what? Yeah. Yeah. He's a very good technical fighter, though. What is very technically good. No, no, but I think there's a difference between being balanced because I would I think you would say Boatsy is um good to very good in a lot of aspects of his game. Yeah. I think what Samson is saying is Joseph Parker's just average everywhere. Yeah, so they're still balanced, but, I don't, but, I don't but there's different levels of being balanced. Yeah. As in technically, Boatsy is sick. Oh, you're saying that he doesn't have a USP, basically. Yes, for me, for me, for me, I'm sorry. That 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 USP isn't 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 special. He wasn't last fight, but I think that was more ring rust than anything. I'm sorry, especially technically special technical fires. You can, like I said, it's Virgil Hunter to unlock what's in the locker. What, what, what do we foresee? What do we foresee um, Virgil doing with Boatsy? Because that's an interesting one, right? Like, oh, you know, what, you know what's that's something I would like Anthony Yard to to have done personally. When when I was watching Boatsy in World Series before the Olympics, I was saying to my friends, Boatsy is going to be on the world scene, hundred percent, yeah. And I was saying he reminds me of a of a like a unpolished Andre Wood. So if fun enough, that's why to me him going to to um, Virgil is perfect. It's so mm. perfect. But if you're Andre, Ward, Andre Ward, USB was his boxing brain, and he's had that since he was 14 years old, 11 years old. Incredible adaptability, like adapting in the ring. It's just you, there's certain things that you just can't teach. I'm sorry, you just can't teach it. Like being able to read and be, being able to adjust and being able to certain things you just can't teach. Boati is an elite fighter to me, but we're talking about special yeah. effects. Yard. Special effects is, is hand speed, ridiculous hand speed and, and athleticism. That's a special effect. Someone like him, if you went to a, a guy that caters to that, he could be Anthony could have been just was just disgusting, destructive. I even think um Canelo's trainer for Anthony would have been great. That would have been great. You would have loved someone like Anthony, in my opinion. But when we say special effects, when we say something you see, it stands out and yeah. makes are different to everyone else. Boatsy, I just think Joseph Parker does. But Joseph Parker well. doesn't have that. Joseph Parker doesn't have that. But when I look at the light heavyweights, I can't. Boatsy hasn't shown me his boxing IQ that's way different to like Bivol or way different to Beterbiev that makes him unique to. I don't see that. While uh, I can see I think, him, I think I think you are highly underestimating. Um, no, I think he's a great fighter. But I just think he's he such a technically sound boxer. Yeah, he, he boxes so well. He never throws a punch and it's off. Do you know how hard it is to never be out of position? That in itself is a talent. That, that To know, yeah, to, to keep your balance, no matter your shot combination, to be respond, to be defensively sound to a point where you are always covering yourself and still attacking at the same time. That's technical. And that's what I'm saying. That's no, That, to me, reminds me of a very unpolished Ward. Hence what I'm saying. As much as Ward has a great brain, technically, Andre Ward was very, very scored. He was a very school technical fighter. As much as he had great athletic ability to back it up, he he wasn't someone that fought off um, instinct or or um, or like um, I don't know athleticism. Yeah, he was technically sound. Andre yeah. was extremely technical sound, gifted with those things as well. But he still started the fundamentals of boxing. Even, is, even, I don't, I don't even think Andre Ward is athletic. Like, is is just his athleticism is good. Is is just decent. Uh, is for me, it's always been his technical ability and his boxing brain. That See, that's not fair. I think I think what you're missing, yeah, because there's some fighters. Well, Jones that, is when some fighters, when some fighters not technically as sound as fighters like Boatsy, Andre Ward, for example, you tend to see them athleticism more because they're allowing it more. That's what Josh Kelly kind of experience showed. Um, that's what we see in the like in the, in the fight of like Josh Kelly, um, Anthony Yard. You see fighters like them where they tend to more leap in and show, leap in and leap out and do things a bit more unorthodox to the typical um, technical fighter because of the fact that they rely on it a lot more. Whereas a uh, fighter like Andre Ward and Boatsy don't expend as much energy because... Andre, Ward, Andre Ward has said it himself. He says, I'm not the fastest. I haven't got the, the... I don't hit the hardest. I haven't got the longest arms. I haven't got the quickest feet. He says it himself. Another one, Bernard Hopkins. They're the same kind of... Obviously, Andre Ward's an upgrade to Bernard. They're the same kind of guy. You, the athleticism for me is just good. Isn't something crazy. 
but mm. because of their but box they don't rely on it. That's what I'm trying to get at. They, yeah, they, no, I, they, I, they, I agree. I agree. But because they're technically good, they don't have to rely on it. So they, so with age and slowing down in certain aspects, you know, they they can still box far longer than you know the likes of Roy Jones. Where I, 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 I agree. No, I I fully agree with that. But the the point I'm trying to make is the athletic guys and the guys with special effects. The reason why they're not they're rarely as technically good as the Andre Wards and the the Bernard Hopkins, let's go back in time to Roberto Durans and those kind of guys is because they they have the special, they have the power, they have the speed. So when they when you're in a boxing gym and your coach is trying to teach you these things and says, you're like, bro, I can just do XYZ, I can just bottom throw a quick left hook, I'm gonna knock the guy out anyways. That's over and that's really, over reliance where the overlaps comes into it. And, isn't and, it? And 100%, 100%. But my point is, is the guys that become the most technically sound and show their technical, uh, like maintain their technical ability later into their career. So if you want to go even further back, look at Archie Moore, Jersey Joe Walcott, like look at these guys and see how they preserve their careers over the, like, over years. Is because they didn't have these special effects. That's what I'm trying to say. A Roy Jones, if a Roy Jones had um, a Bernard Hopkins brain and technical ability, he would never have lost. Ever, it would never, ever, ever in his life lose. But because yeah. he had that, he, he never bothered learning those things because he, he just got away with it. That's what I'm saying. That's my that's my point about the overlaps. Anyway, I think mm-hmm. it's a bit of a disagree to disagree uh, to agree. Then, like, <laughs> J- Jade was just showing off there, like going back to 1833. It's a us. Mama hasn't even watched those fights. He was reading about it. He was reading about the fights. They're on YouTube, you know. You got YouTube. You see those fights, bro. Ah, today showed off. All right, cool. Let's move on to the the main part of uh, the show, which is uh, our fighter profile on Dillian White. Um, Dillian White has got such a a interesting career because it's like. I'm sure we all love him, right? We're, I don't. Yeah. I don't think any of us hate Dillian White. I and, don't know how anyone can. It, but it's funny. This is what I wanted to get onto, right? Because he started off as this villainous character, and all of a sudden he's become like the nation's sweetheart, where mm-hmm. everyone everyone loves him. And despite not being, um, you know, I, I, when you go through his record, it's not it's not the best, and it, it isn't the most explosive. You know, he's had a lot of crap fights on there but he can still sell a pay-per-view and Mm -hmm. that's to me that's purely down to his personality and you know the the personality that he seems to be quite infectious on on the british on the british public um for me you know dillian is still quite he's underachieved a lot as a fighter and i know a lot of that isn't to do with um, necessarily to do with, like of his own uh, volition and his own fault, but I think I I I am hoping that he can get get this victory over Povetkin because I really want to see him in the, in in the big fights. Um, I guess I guess where I want to start with Dillian is you know what what do you think made him transition from that villain against AJ? Um, you know, coming off the drugs ban and all these things, like. But then, what what do you think really uh, was the difference in in making him become so loved now? Because he was willing to fight anybody, and you can tell, like he wanted to fight whoever. And I think we the, the nation saw the injustice that was going on with WBC with the crooks. So that's why you know we just nah, we just saw we have you have to kind of feel for him, you know, and understand where he's coming from. He's been all these, like, top 10 guys trying to go for this WBC and he just never got the chance to fight for the belt. So, and then... Who's he fought top 10, by the way? Who would you say if he's fought top 10? Joseph David. Parker. Joseph Parker. He beat... Um, what was the other guy's name? Uh, oh, what was it? One sec. What, Hellenius? Yeah. Would, he, would he be considered top 10? No. I guess he beat Chisora again. Yeah. Do you 10? consider Chisora top ten? Lucas Brown was top ten as well. Lucas Brown, but do you consider Lucas Brown a top ten heavyweight? Yes. Okay. What you have to do is you have to look at at the time, right? Time. So, yeah. So he's, he's four and beat top ten guys. So um, as in terms said, of rankings, in terms of rankings, right? Mm-hmm. So not not just. You know what? Fuck, fuck the normal rankings. Let's just look at it. So I hate. I I can't stand those rankings. Oscar Rivas was a top ten guy. 
Yeah. I know he's gone to this bullshit bridge away. He was a top 10 guy. Mm. Um, Joseph Barker, top 10 guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say... Or am I even squeezing in the dead by this bus? Like, what's going on? Pavek, Pavek, although he lost. Yeah, yeah. still still on his CV. He's a top 10 guy. Um, but then you got to put AJ on there as well, then. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a CV. He's, he's fighting yeah. tough. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean Hellenius, but Hellenius is in and around that fucking Lucas Brown at the time. Although, I think he was washed. I've always thought Lucas Brown was washed. People rated him. Fam, I, when that fight was announced, remember, we was in the group chat, I said, this guy's going to get knocked out. In seven rounds, mm. I wish I put money on that, and he did get off anyway. Fuck that. So and and Shizora, we again Shizora, we see him as a gatekeeper to world level, but Shizora, he turns up like we saw how he, he started the fight and ran it back again and ran it back. So if so Dylan fights hard fights, and because of his style, he takes so much damage. Mm. So the thing about Dylan, he's loved because he's real. Number one, number two, he always says his mind as. as um, Queen says, that was said, finally, he's in great fights. I, I can't remember a shit. The only shit Dylan fights are Hellenius and um, Wack. Does it only What, in terms just, of performances? In, no, in terms of like entertainment value, performance, everything. No. Every Dylan fight I've enjoyed watching. I was going to say, just to piggyback off that, yeah. Dave Allen? Dylan Wack. Yeah. Dylan Wack is value. Ian Lewison. Dylan Wack is proper value for money. Like, he, he, he's going to give you, like, Bullshit all the way up to the up to the ring. You're gonna get all the kind of stupid bravado in like the build up. He's gonna, gonna give you so much crap. Then he's gonna be an entertaining fight on top of it. Like you barely for one. Yeah, unlike the top three heavyweights as well. Well, maybe you can say it's for, for AJ, but he's got that 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 element about him that you know that he could lose as well. That's it. So when he's in the ring with someone, like you know, Dylan White can get hurt. He's been hurt a few times, even by like lesser guys than AJ. Was hurt by um, Parker Rivas. He's been hurt. He, Rivas put him on the floor. Yeah. So you can you know he can be hurt anytime. I remember before mm-hmm. he fought Povetkin, I was talking to my friend. My friend was like, "Yeah, um, Dylan White was smoke Povetkin." I'm thinking, I don't know, you know, I'm not too sure because I feel like just that one. He's just easy to 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 to, to flash knockdown. Do you know what I mean? And that element that those kind of fighters, although it's nerve-wracking, they're actually the kind of the best to watch because you know if something can go, something can just go mad. And I don't think AJ is as extreme as Dylan White when it comes to that because I think Dylan White is a lot weaker. His weakness is a lot weaker, but having that element there is it, it makes the fights a lot more fun. Even if the even if it's something that like he's fine, like you know he should be able to beat. He can still lose, unlike Fury and and even Wilder to an extent. Wilder will go with these guys, you know, he's just gonna what right hand, they're gone. Fury will just outbox for twelve rounds. That's it. But why? You know, something can can go wrong there, and mm. I think that's why his uh, fights are so enjoyable. That's interesting. How yeah. could you allowed to say that? How could you allowed to say that? When I said yeah, a couple episodes ago, I don't really watch an AJ fight and have a fear of him losing. I got a shot down for it. But no, what it, it depends where you're trying to make the point for, though. But I feel like there's a real element he can get knocked out and lose here. I don't. Are, I don't you, are you making? Are you making that point to say AJ isn't fighting good opposition or he's no, just no, that no, good? No, no. I'm not saying he's not fighting good opposition, but I'm not. Okay. Saying, but okay. If that's the case, then I don't. I don't that's, that's, that's yeah, I agree with you. I get scared in AJ fights. I, I got scared for Vakin. I was shook. <laughs> I was scared. There's, there's an element of, of vulnerability with AJ, mm. and but, but the reason why AJ and Wilder are so even Fury and mm-hmm. White are so like compelling to watch is because they're vulnerable. No one wants to watch a Mayweather just dominate yeah. That's why people watch Mayweather so much, casuals anyways, was because they hated him. They just wanted him to they lose. wanted him to lose. But, but if he didn't if he didn't have that, if he was if if Mayweather never talked, if it was like Errol Spence, oh, sorry not Errol Spence, if it was like Terence Crawford, he never really talked shit. He only talked shit directly to guys. Even Errol Spence is not really much of a talker. If it was like that, he would never have like made that much money. He needed to make himself a villain because it was yeah. that big. Wilder is so vulnerable. We see his Bambi legs and think this guy just someone just needs to stick it on him. And we find the story. Fury, this guy is just which is mentally so he's all over the place. He could fight great against a wilder, then look shit against fucking Wally. Like yeah. yeah. And then AJ, AJ, we know like it takes long for him to recover and he's there to get hit. So mm-hmm. this makes it compelling. That's why this heavyweight era was so good. And these bastards are trying to ruin it. But anyway, but <laughs> what 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 to you uh, is um what is uh Dillian White's most 
uh, what's the high point of Dylan White's career so far? Would you say it was the the the, vic- the second victory over Chisora or yeah. the or or the, or the victory over Parker? Parker for me. I Parker say Zora because of what it meant, but Parker because of the level of opposition. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was an underdog. Mm-hmm. Dylan was an underdog. And, and you're looking at a former champion, and they're saying, why has he taken this fight? Remember, that was the talk. They were like, why is Dylan taking this fight? He's what, he was the underdog against... Oh, against Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. why is he taking this fight? He's the number one mandatory. Yeah, yeah. They're like, he's risking everything for a guy that's not going to make him that much money. It's way too dangerous. Same as well. Same Yeah. Why I like Dylan White, because he's staying busy fights that actually, actually unnecessarily oh. risk fights. He takes the hardest fights for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been to, and it's been to no avail, really, has it? Like it's it's done and dirty. I can't lie. Yeah, mm. it's done and dirty. Kim was the third time unlucky, unfortunately. For him. Yeah, don't worry. We run it back. We'll beat him. Yeah, let's let's hope so because I think Dillian is in a stage now where, um, you know, we we've spoke about we've done like these fighter profiles on like Amir Khan and Broner where they seem where their careers seem to do do that. Kind yeah. of thing. We do, we think they're about to hit like a peak, and yeah, then they come down. Yeah, they, yeah, and and every time Amir Khan, you know, got into that elite fight, he came up short essentially. Mm. And you know, it's that British fighter syndrome, I guess, um, where you know the British fighters just aren't doing enough. And you know, when they come on the world stage, they right. they, they come they they, right. they come up short. Yeah. Uh, I think Dylan's peak. I just want him to get a world title chance. That's yeah, I think he's peaked as well. I can't lie. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he becomes world champion. But I want him to have that right, opportunity because he's worked so hard for it, man. He does it? Yeah. Do, do Do you think? Do you, who? So out of Wilder, Fury, and Joshua, who does Dylan have the best chance against? Do you think? So obviously we've already um, seen him against the, uh, Joshua, and that was a great fight. You know, that was the fight that put. Both, well, not both of them, but um, just put uh, Dillian White on the map. I think it put both of them. It put both of them. Yeah, it did. Them, I mean, a, a, AJ was AJ was still the star, right? He was still yeah, the but star. That, like it put him on the world stage where people. Yeah, yeah, definitely because of the yeah because yeah, it was he, like, hurt, he was hurt like, AJ. Was it the first person like proper hurt AJ in a fight? No? Yeah, yeah, it was a hurdle was that AJ hurt. had to get over. You know, that was um that was a milestone for AJ, but for 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 Dillian, I think that fight really, you know. I think it showed the British public, right? This guy is tough. Like, yeah. you know, this guy is sick. I think but, the best um, the best chance he's got at top three is AJ to win, in my opinion. Only be, only because of Styles make fights. Because I feel yeah. like he's too susceptible to get hit by Wilder, and I think Fury style is is long for what is long. And it also depends how AJ AJ approaches it. You know, Wilder and Dylan White was talking about how. AJ, when he when AJ fought Povetkin, he said that AJ's style looked very confused. But I feel like if AJ fights what what I'm doing like that, this is gonna have a long night, a very very long night. He's gonna miss a lot of punches. He's gonna get very very tired. He's probably get stopped earlier than he did in the first fight. So those three is a long night for him. I can't lie, but I feel like he has the best chance fighting AJ, depending on how AJ approaches the fight. If AJ approaches the fight like he did the first fight, it's just a smoke and everything. He I has I, more of a chance. I think he's got more of a chance against Wilder. Because yeah. I, I, with the AJ fight, I thought Dillian was so outclassed early on, and in the first round, yeah, in the first round, and mm. but I, I think yeah. what happened was AJ just got too overconfident, and I, I think that's. A, I, just, I just think AJ just hated him. They just wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. He was not boxing that fight. just throwing I think he just got. I think he got a bit rattled. And well, not a bit rattled. I think he just thought the fight was a bit too easy because he had what he had Dillian down twice. No, 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 no. First round, first round, AJ hurt him, hurt, yeah. he actually hurt Dillian, and then it's just he looked plain sailing. And then, the and then, but then there's then something happened in the in the ring, then yeah. in the corner, yeah. And then, and then, second round, Dillian catches him with a counter, yeah. I, I think I don't, I just don't think AJ was in the game. I really, I've, I really thought that first round was too easy for him. And he came out second round and thought, "This is a jolly up." Yeah, I, I and, know, but I do hear what you're saying in terms of Wilder. Like I've always thought that because Dylan, when Fury flogged Wilder, Dylan, because Dylan saying that's what he would have tried to do. 
I mm. still feel like Wilder stops him, mm. but Dylan has the longest arms in the heavyweight division. Dylan but, White, but Dylan and, and and Dylan White will stick it on Wilder. That's one thing we know. He will go yeah. and, and just—he's not defensively good. Uh, There's a reason yeah, why Fury is better. I, yeah. I fully agree with all of this. I fully mm. agree. I still feel like Wilder starches him in it, mm. but we know for a fact Wilder cannot fight under pressure. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and there's one thing Dylan is good at is putting man under pressure. So I still feel like Wilder beats him, mm. but I get where Lewis is coming from. Again, if I were to say between all three of them. I'd probably say Joshua as well would be his probably his best chance. Fury, I want I want to say Fury because he's sparring, but sparring is not a fight. Sparring um, is definitely not a fight. And and Fury will just will just smother him, will just do I feel like Fury will just play with him if he has to. Yeah. But um with Joshua, they, I feel like Joshua can revert to type in that fight because they have that history, that animosity exactly. will be there. And Joshua won't fight the game plan like if he see, if he smells blood and, and dents Dylan's chin again, you can just see him just trying to take his head he off. He also put him on, I'm just big. So yeah, that's that's why. That first not that first knockout, yeah. He um, did, that's why Dylan White will never be friends with AJ again. Yeah, yeah how yeah. do you have man the ropes like that? Nah, nah, nah. I will <laughs> never forget that. Six years. He's still he's he's, he's um, not gonna let that go. The funniest thing about that fight, yeah, because I, I used to hate, I used to hate on Dylan before that fight because obviously the AJ stuff in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I started, I loved this guy straight away. After he lost, he changed his profile because his profile, I think at the time was like nineteen or no, or something. Yeah, he kept it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is a fucking legend, man. He doesn't give a fuck. I He's a proper likable guy, man, and yeah, and if we just speak. If we just speak a little bit about the fight, um, that's like two weeks' time now, right? It's not this weekend, next weekend. Um, uh, what what are they calling it? Rumble on the Rock? Rumble Rumble on the, Rumble. Rumble. the worst name I've ever Rumble heard. Rumble on the Rock. Really? Yeah. Why, why, do you, why do you think it's the worst name? It makes sense, right? Jabura is called The Rock. Uh, Rumble is just too easy. You, 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 you guys are British. You guys don't know about holidays to Gibraltar and Spain and like that. You, you don't know about Gibraltar. Rumble on the Rock. Catch me like that. Rumble. They didn't catch her. But, uh, you know, let, let's let's talk a little bit about that fight then. Um, um, we'll do a proper preview next next week. But um, how do you guys fancy uh, Dillian's chances going into that fight? And... Um, you know, I, I think it's interesting with Povetkin because this fight has been delayed, 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 delayed. And, Listen. you know, I, I do wonder, is there a bit of... The old man's know, got I, COVID. I was about to say the exact same thing. That guy got COVID. He's losing. His lungs are COVID, COVID. But then, but but Hatman, the YouTube... The YouTuber, he came up with a bit of a theory. And he seemed to think... Because apparently Dillian White asked for proof yeah. that Povetkin yeah. had COVID and they yeah. couldn't provide any proof, um, even though he was in hospital for like four weeks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they couldn't provide any proof. So I think there's like a theory there, maybe from Dillian's camp, that so they think... Yeah. To. No, it's true. It could be true. Actually, could be true. more time. He's an old man. Because he was doing it before, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. He's been busted twice? He, he, or was he, it he, once? Either it's drugs or COVID, it don't matter. He is 40 years old. Mm. Against Michael Hunter, he gassed after the sixth, seventh round. I see Dylan taking him out late. That's my prediction. You know what? Late. My my favorite this year is you know what? I'm gonna go for the heart and say I want Dylan to win. But typically in boxing, rematches tend to go the same way. I don't know about if it, this one. Do you know what? I feel like the first fight, Dylan perfect. Dylan White beat himself. I think Tony Belly broke the fight perfectly. When Dylan White like dipped himself and perfected him that uppercut, he was looking down, lots of concentration, heavyweight boxing, one shot takes it all, boom. And we've always said it's Dylan's, you know, his defense lets him down sometimes. And it's just letting but, him down. But, but what's to say that won't happen again? What's to say he won't beat himself? Because he knows you he know, might be coming. Fighters who generally beat themselves will go and do it again. You if know, he it's in boxing, yeah. On rematches, rematches tend to go the same way. I don't want it to go the same way. I, I don't think it will go the same way, but I'm just not ignoring the the, the average here. That typically, but if you look at the fight though, he, Dylan had him beat really the first fight. I put agree. It down like what three times? 
I thought I thought Dylan White would win the fight, and it's, it's, it's his own fault. He lost the fight, and all the things there, and all above. I think Dylan White wins the fight. He should have won the fight. But typically, for one reason or more than another, rematches tend to go the way. Which means, you know, what's what's um what's the what's the biggest um what 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 would be a similar fight to this that we've seen where um you know someone has lost you know Dylan White was the favorite in the first fight he mm. lost so i guess we could talk about AJ Ruiz but that was yeah. you know not not on not on the same scale but what would be a a similar rematch where you know a fight was a slight favorite lost and then come back and and won cuz Dylan is still a big favorite for he might be an even bigger favorite for this fight than he was in the first fight, which is quite strange. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, with the bookies, he's, he's the you know he's... because the bookies are basically when they do their odds and it fluctuates, they look at what the punters are betting on, and people yeah. are betting on Dillian. Dillian, yeah. So that's why they're adjusting their their thing, and they're also seeing those thinking they think this guy had COVID, they think he had it, and he was mm. in hospital for a long time. So even if 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 it was actually COVID, then I get it. It could have been juicing, so that's the other thing. But if it was COVID, it makes well, sense. It's cycling. Huh? Yeah, it might. No, that's one of the theories out there that it was cycling. Yeah. And it'd be the easiest time to get away with it, right? They, who, who's travelling oh, to Russia to do COVID, to do drug testing? Yeah. Listen, after that Netflix documentary, I don't trust that fucking guy, man. Yeah. I don't trust that guy, man. <laughs> But you asked um who else has fought, lost, and then was a favorite and then won. The last the only person I could think about is Lennox Lewis. I was gonna say that as well. I was gonna say yeah. Lennox yeah. Lewis. But Lennox did I think the first his first loss, did he go straight to the rematch or did he have like a woman first? He, he, fought, he fought other guys. So the Oliver yeah. after he lost Oliver McCall, he had like two fights beforehand before he yeah. won the rematch. But back then, although politics was about, politics weren't as peak. Yeah. So if you lose... Well, there wasn't as many belts as well. Yeah, yeah, you could still get that chance. Nowadays, nigga, if you lose your belt... <laughs> you better try get that back straight. You better run it back straight. That's why it was, it was so funny. When AJ lost his belts, yeah... Listen, everyone was saying, oh, I'll take two warm up fights. I was saying, Run it back straight, fam. Get that back straight. Run it back now. Because in the heavyweight, it's not as bad because it's not that many names. So you're you're gonna get back to a manager position. In other weights, if you lose your belt, the queue is long. Listen, run it back ASAP. ASAP. Do what you need to do in camp. Forget the warm-ups, get that belt back because you you're going to the back of the queue. That's why, as much as I like Wilder, if he doesn't if he doesn't get into like a contentious fight straight away, he's done. Like, he's never. We're not again. seeing that guy fight for a while. I can't like. He's not fight again. If he doesn't we're get, we're not seeing that guy fight, fight for a lot. By the end of this year, we'll never see him fight again. I'm his sure. confidence, his confidence is gone. I'm telling and you. He's, he's on Instagram just flipping, doing nonsense now. Like, I'm just listen. Like, did you guys watch that interview of him with that American brother? He nah. did. He didn't want to say. He didn't want to say Fury's name at all. No. He didn't want to mention Fury's name. I, 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 I like Fury. I like Wilder. And even I'm not watching his interviews. No yeah, more. no, he's, no, no. His confidence is gone. He's done out here. He's never going to box again. Yeah, nah. He <laughs> got beat up. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, And talking about Fury, like, when you <laughs> talk about his bum, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, let's, 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 let's end it on Fury then. So, you know, I, go on, go on, Jude. You, 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 uh, all right. I'm, I'm sick and tired of this guy. And I feel like he's got the greatest PR team of all time. He's got, if there was ever a conspiracy or someone controlling the media, the Furies are that conspiracy. Because I don't get this. This guy, he bottled the Klitschko rematch. He bottled it. That's the facts of it. Exactly. When, wait, wait, wait. He went down mental health, man. You can't just say he bottled. That's mad. He bottled, he bottled, we don't, we don't. We're going to have to, we're going to have to pierce <laughs> moving you, mate. We're going to have to pierce moving you. We're going to have to. <laughs> let, me, let me finish. The, men, the mental health well, stuff... If it was AJ... I don't know. <laughs> the mental health stuff came out after that. I'm talking about at the time. Because oh, yeah, the, yeah. the fight was signed. The fight was signed. They had a press conference. He came in that stupid... um that said, um, in the in a, um that head-to-head shit they do. Oh, I don't care. I've, I don't care. I, I, can, I can lose now. It's like... <laughs> the thing about Fury, yeah, he likes he likes being the underdog. He likes mm. being the challenger. He hates 
being the favorite. Being the champion, he hates being the favorite because he's. They're talking about this guy's an all-time great heavyweight. He's never mm. unified. He's mm. never um, defended a belt. This guy just literally contradicts himself every single time he speaks. Last this time last year, not even this time last year, December last year. Hey, Daniel Kinahan, my boy, you've um helped me. We've we've got we're gonna win the greatest fight of, of history. AJ Fury, my boy. Now I don't know, mate. I don't know if I'm gonna fight him. Uh, Ten minutes. I might fight him tomorrow. I might fight him eventually. I don't know. Like what the. What are you talking about? Oh, where I where I disagree with you today is that I I don't think the PR is going to wash this time. No, I think you can't have. You've got Eddie coming out saying the fight is disclosed. Bob Arum said it. Hasn't even Frank Warren has said it. You guys know that AJ was coming. You will never talk about unless exactly. So if if anything goes tits up now, I'm sorry, it's on Fury. Like it must be. Round of applause for Anthony Joshua because the way he's played this year, amazing. That like he he made sure he took all the mistakes from the first from the whole negotiation with Wilder and said, oh, "Listen, yeah, no not going to make the same shit. Yeah, anyone ever going to make me look like I didn't want to fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether rightly or wrongly, this time round, you are not going to look at me and point anything at me. It's going." Directly towards people you. are still pointing fingers, but uh, but they're just they're, anyone yeah. who's pointing fingers now, it's just, yeah, it's just yeah, crazy. Yeah, the yeah, amount yeah, of evidence yeah. that's come out now, just yeah. I, I just feel like him using Wilder as a, as a crutch is just so disgusting. He said, You <laughs> never ever fight this guy again. This guy said the most rid- craziest shit about gypsies, he said mm. the craziest things about your community, he said the craziest things about you, and you're out here saying using him, using him as, as a as a as a next best option, not to fight AJ. You know what? That was my God. All right, guys, I've got I've got I've got two theories. Can I break it down for you? You see, Tyson Fury. Yeah, I genuinely feel like if he feels like there's a twenty percent chance that he might lose a fight, his head he is gone. Fight. His yeah. head is gone. Mm-hmm. The reason why he took that Wilder rematch, that last round on that first Wilder fight, was so key to him rematching Wilder. Because he knew that he could beat up Wada and Wada couldn't fight on the front foot, you know, Tony Belly said it after that fight, and he obviously clocked it as well. That's why he was so confident to go back into that fight. Missed when it... massacred, though. Go for Yo, it. He was... They, they was meant to fight immediately, and Fury made sure they didn't fight immediately. This is this is nothing new, Fury. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, that's even better. That's even that's even the better. That's even make my point better. When he yeah, feels like there's a, there's a chance, right? happen again. When if yeah, when he feels like there's a chance. Um, that he might lose, he starts to, to, to do this stuff. And I feel like Anthony Joshua right now is in a different form. And I think he sees that. When uh, AJ fought Pulev, Fury himself said that it was a very impressive fight for him. He said it himself. Even though he called him Obama, he shit himself, da, 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 da. I know he watched that fight. He was like, mm, mm. and he's coming, he's going to be 18 months off from the last fight going into AJ's. Well, he knows the percentage of him losing is high. Anybody saying this is not a 50-50 fight is, is crazy. Or saying that AJ hasn't got a good, good chance of winning this fight is very, very crazy. And he himself knows he's not stupid. So when he pulls out these antics of, oh, yeah, just got off the phone with this guy, yeah, the fight is on, he's been talking about it more than AJ was at the start. Now yeah. that they're, they're getting there, they're getting there, you know, contracts have been... been um, I think that's exchanged. a key part as well, Dapper. I think that's a key part as well. I think his mind fury is like a very much like he wants it's, to rattle you. He wants to get yeah. involved in mind games. AJ's just be like, "Fuck off! I'm not getting involved in it's, any uh, shit with you. Just sign will, the contract, it, or, or we're not talking, not talking at all." It. It, will no, work with, think, it will work with Wilder. It will work with White. It will work with so many heavyweights. But it's this one guy that it just won't work with because. He understands now, especially that loss to Ruiz. I feel like now he said, you know what? Before he fought Ruiz, it was wilder, 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 wilder. No one wants to hear about Ruiz. You see what he's done to him? He said, you know what? Now you can play your games by yourself. If if there's no pen in the paper, I ain't trying to hear it. I'm not trying to hear it. I'm training. I'm doing whatever I need to do. And he's clocking. He's understanding that you know what? I'm not going into this fight on top form. I feel like Fury is much more of a mental, mental guy. Like yes, if he ever loses in the ring, he's defeated himself before he gets from there. Me yeah. personally, and that's why he's been so effective so far. Every single big fight Fury he's had, he has got into his opponent's head before he even he even gets into the ring. Klitschko, you could see it from the press conferences. Klitschko was rattled. Fury, Fury was asking Klitschko, "Why you? Why would you beat me? How would you beat me?" Klitschko, was, he didn't know how to answer. Uh, I just think I think I'm all right. I think I can I can I can I can do it. You know, uh, 
you know, you you say what you want to say. He was bringing up, he was bringing up the time they met in the sauna. He was, he finished the guy before they even got in the ring. <laughs> but it's just not working now. It's not working now. You know. The one thing I like about this podcast, yeah, yeah, I have to point this out that you can run the tapes back. I don't know mm-hmm. what episode it was, but I said when everyone was hyped on this fight. Typically, said, you could do that with any podcast, by the way, yeah. son. <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oracle Samson said, you lot need to calm down. This fight does not happen in June. No matter mm-hmm. what, in June, I have a theory going to pull out and come on with some sort of excuses. And there's, I said, there's too many obstacles in the way. Mm-hmm. And Fury's shown us that he doesn't take rematches. He doesn't. He doesn't take rematches. He doesn't fight the fight at the right time. Or, or, and AJ Unless might, he knows he's winning. And AJ doesn't fight the fight, in my opinion, when when at the most dangerous time. So in my opinion, yeah, that fight does happen in June. Everyone told me I'm a hater. Da, 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 da. I said, listen, just wait for Tom Ford. And here we are today. We've got Tyson Fury, yeah, now saying that he was that he's, he's going a different direction. It's mad. What but, if he's playing mind games though? Have you thought about that? What if he's trying to rattle us? Well, what if he's trying to rattle AJ? I said at the time, the AJ, the AJ, um, the, the AJ, um, has to AJ has to get through the, hurt, the hurdle of getting past Usyk, which apparently is, not, is still not resolved. The the um Fury Wild situation still isn't resolved. That's all. Nah, Usyk on AJ said is resolved. It's just with not, the other brother. What's his name? Jo- Joyce is Joyce. The, yeah, Joyce. hasn't actually been hasn't got gone any forward. I thought, I thought they said the W the WBO. That's what they said. And then there was some there's, there's been there's been some narrative recently about um they're not getting any uh, to allow it, man. So allow like it. I said, I just knew for June, for, let's not forget the fact that we're in COVID. Mm. No facts. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Later than a year, I can see it happening. But then nah. And I think like you said, I definitely believe Fury is a mental fighter in the sense of yes, he mentally sounds for him to believe he's going to win the fight. If he's no, not, hundred percent, I agree. And I feel like him sitting his ass for eighteen months and whatnot, he he did he didn't fancy the Wilder fight rematch for whatever reason. In my opinion, because you can say whatever you want to say say about beating and the second time and beating convincing whatever whatever. If you've done that, and you've got an f- obligation to fight again, and you don't fight again. That to me says a lot of things. Same way he did it, he chose not to fight Wilder and had to. Yeah. It's still a dangerous fight, like even though he beat Wilder up in the first time, it's still dangerous. You beat him up convincingly, yeah. but for whatever reason, in your mind, you would rather go through court than just then go and make money and take that fight on for whatever reason. Because yeah, it's, it's a risky fight, still. There you it's go. But in his fight. mind, there's an element of Am I sure I'm not just gonna get landed with a right hand this time around? Fury that, said that he said that while they landed the first round, he almost went down. Yeah, he said that he almost knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't that much uh, of a wash that we think he almost knocked him out. That's what he said. So again, all I know is that for whatever reason, Fury didn't want that fight, and now that the, AJ has pushed, I know what I got. I call it. I said it, it's chestnut checkers, isn't it? He's made AJ's made sure, but Fury's in the corner. There's no. Yes, yes. There's there's nothing. I'm fighting you, or you, or you are literally going to look like a coward to everyone, especially after all the noise you made. And, and he's let Fury talk out his ass as well. He yeah, let yeah, him yeah, talk so much. Fury was posting, Wait, posting that thing on his Instagram of them. Too. He, and he's deleted everything now. Where is it all gone? He's deleted it all. Boy, What's wrong with this brother, man? I'm tired, man. Bipolar, man. He, he deleted all the videos of him saying, "Yes, the fight is on." He posted, a, he posted that picture of their, their stats, their age, how many fights yeah. they've had. And he's deleted everything. Is gone. Deleted. Yeah, to wrap it up, anyway, you're gonna get the Eddie Hearn special. <laughs> I probably, probably but by Sunday. I don't yeah. want any Eddie Hearn smoke. I don't want any. I don't want anyone to yeah, say he's lost his pen, and we're not going to sit around and wait for Fury to find his pen. So we're moving on. And then the which Yusik, is what else can he say? It's the right thing to say. The Yusik fight is on. Which I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Miranda takes back. He's going to say they're going to put it. They're going to put the fight. Yeah. When when we we're free from June twenty first, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe the next week after that, it's going to say yeah. Back in Wembley, whatever the capacity is, 10k. We're back in, we're back out. He's back in his home. I can see it now. I can proper see it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you lot get ready for the UC AJ fight. Eddie Hearn is still saying oh, that summer, summer's the plan, June. So, we'll see how it goes. We it's will not, see how it goes. It's not happening. 
We'll see. We'll see. I, I still think it probably does. I just think it's Tyson Fury playing some mind games, but yeah, yeah. I'll never know. Yeah, there's no way AJ is not Fury is not one two and AJ fight after sitting also so No, I, I, I'm with Samson. 18 months to fight AJ is mad. He needs to be on top form. He wants mm-hmm. to be on top form, and Very to go well, into a world of rematch. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll Fair see. Enough. But then with this fight, it's like if it doesn't happen now, like when does it happen? Just do it now. Yeah, then or early next year. Like mm-hmm. we've been waiting for Undisputed for years, man. Oh, if it doesn't happen now, I just say he's retiring again. So mm. just give that WBC update to someone else, man. Let any fight through it. Like, be done with it, man. If that's what you're going to do. This it's... is what happens when the promoters work for the fighters, eh? If the fighters work for the promoters, this fight would be done. Shout out Dana White. <laughs> uh, let's let's call it a night there, uh, gentlemen. Uh, we, we've given him our hour. Um, so, yeah, let's finish up there. Guys, remember to follow us on Twitter. Use the hashtag ringsidefracas. You can... Uh, leave a five-star review on Apple as well. Those are very, very important. So thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. Take it easy, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have this in seven or eight seconds? I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one could stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Now, Mike, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network.